0: This is Day Class Day with Jay and Jay, where we talk about the risque and something different every day. I don't even know where to start today I feel like I don't even have like a cold open or like anything that's really weighing heavy on me do you no pretty clear tonight (laughs) okay cool today we're recapping Real Hospitals of Orange County and though we have done this in private in an episode that's sitting in the vault this is the first time it'll actually be out that we're talking about Orange County and we're not talking about new Orange County we're going full retro we're talking about Real Housewives of Orange County season 9 episode 13 called Point Break um and a little bit of Fully Loaded the next episode I feel like because it's a retro episode and this is Housewives on display content what are you rating this episode um this episode was pretty good um I think it's canon like if you say you know Real Housewives and you know Real Housewives moments, I would assume this is one of the ones, from OC at least. What I think was really interesting about this episode, I mean, and then we're gonna get into it, but it was so roundabout. Like, they never got to, like, a definitive conclusion on anything. Yeah. Um, which was great and frustrating, which is what I like to watch in my television. So, i This episode is it, extremely frustrating, yes. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it i feel like i can give it an a minus okay cool. i'm just gonna land on just a regular a okay all right i i also love um now that we're watching this new season it gives a new lens to like i mean i'll i have it in my notes later but like the difference in heather's approach these this her first go around versus this it's shannon's first season Obviously, Tamara and Vicky have been at it for a while. It's just interesting to see where everybody is Mm -hmm. and their status in season nine. It's Mm -hmm. fascinating to me. And then poor Lizzie, you know, one season wonder. Yeah, and so everybody who, like, you know, is a faithful listener of this podcast, I guess at this point knows that I don't watch OC. Um, It's not my jam. However, now that Miss Fancy Prince Dubrow is back, I did go back and start watching I think season seven was her first season on um and I actually didn't hate it but all that to say I'm also seeing other characters that I feel like I'm like I've never seen this person before and she was one of them I was like damn she was on here um (laughs) true blip in the radar I hate that for Liz true because nobody even brings her up also like there's some people that were, like, blips in the radar in terms of, like, they were only on like one season, maybe. But people will talk about them. Like, Claudia Jordan, like, I the one I think about, how, like, she wasn't on for that many seasons, but people talk about herself. So and like, just- nobody else is talking about Carlton, but we keep Carlton alive from BH She's four. <laughs> four. <laughs> Justice for Carlton, forever and always. Yeah. There are noggles. I mean, there are so many characters that are so irrelevant, but so relevant. Um... Yeah, I feel bad for Lizzie. What do you think of her overall? I mean, just based off of this one episode, mm-hmm. um, her and her husband are very interesting. I don't know, um, messy-haired I, Christian. Yeah, I think who kept. He looks like a little boy. I feel like you know who he looks like. I it is a BoJack reference. He reminds me of Vincent, like Princess Carolyn's boyfriend, who was three kids stacked oh. on top of each other. In a trench coat. Okay. He looks yeah. like a little boy to me who's pretending to be an adult. Yikes. Okay. Um <laughs> he just kept toasting, and that was like really crazy. I was like with Vicky on that one. I'm like, why does he keep doing this? Um he's uncomfortable. Eh? <laughs> this is his first time out of filming, and the shit is going crazy. haywire He didn't prepare for this. You, and okay, and so I think like that's what annoyed me about both of them. They were very like. Oh, stop arguing, guys. We're trying to have a dinner party. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, bitch, you're on a fucking show now. Look alive. Step up. Look alive. Let these bitches fight. This is you getting an easy easy check right now. You don't even have to be involved in the fight. Like, you know what I mean? So that was just annoying me. I'm like, this is why she didn't stay, I guess. She wasn't ready to play her role. It's like... If you want your party to be infamous, which it is if you want it to be or not, like just let it happen. It's different when it leads to a scenario where they don't eat the food, i.e. Heather Dubrow, the second episode of OC season 16, this current season. But if everyone still gets to eat and drink, it wasn't a waste of time, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's get into it. There's some kind of like catching us up what's going on this season now do you remember the whole storyline or should I kind of explain the storyline of Shannon telling Tamara about her marriage and then Heather telling everybody um you could do a refresher okay so basically why I loved Shannon her first season i who loves Shannon now but why I loved her her first season was because she came on in a fraught marriage it was quite clear and, like, she didn't hide it, like, they're definitely the type of couple, they'll argue in front of people, and make people uncomfortable, which is not good for real life, but I love a warts and all type of character, so everybody knew that, but then it got to a point where David sent this email to Shannon, basically all but filing for a divorce, saying, like, their relationship is over, he wants to be happy, he doesn't understand, like, why she's always yelling at him. He just feels like he can't do this anymore. And he left the house. So she tells Tamara, because at this time she believes Tamara's her good friend. Like, also, I hate when housewives come on and they automatically assume the best of people and like tell them way too much. I'm like, don't trust these people, they're your coworkers. But Shannon, you know, caution to the wind. Especially she, tara of all people, but yeah. Especially Tamrat. I forgot who calls her that, but someone calls her Tamarat. And I would never, I would never. But, you know, in earnest the moment, she tells Tamra. Tamra tells her, Oh my gosh, like, you know, she's there for her, at least appears to be. The next day she has a meeting with Heather because her and Heather got into it. And they've all been kind of the Trace Amigas have been getting into it with Heather all season. (laughs) Um, when she meets up with Heather to kind of deflect from their issues into when Heather's like um praise or whatever she was trying to achieve she told Heather about what um Shannon had shared with her in privacy Uh they cut the cameras at that point so we just know that she kind of implied it on camera like there's some really bad things happening but then told her once the camera's cut Heather later goes to dinner with her friends at Javier's or the quiet woman or any of the places they frequent on OC and she told her friends who aren't in the cast or just her local friends a whole dinner table full of people all about shannon's marriage like all the stuff Tamara had just told her in confidence which i think is nuts which is unreal in the way heather will not take accountability for how that is just wrong she's like I w- we won't even get there so <laughs> it comes back around because someone reaches out to shannon and tells her i mean it could be a producer it could be one of those people it could be somebody else i don't know but somebody reached out to Heather I mean to Shannon and let her know that Heather was talking about her and that they overheard her and so that is how they got into this predicament Mm. and of course she confronted Tamara she said Tamara you're the only person I told Tamara denied 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 until she couldn't deny anymore and she was like yeah I did tell her I'm sorry but even the way she like Even the way the she even said that was like, well, she came to dinner with bangs, which really threw me off. And then on top of that, she's like, <laughs> she's like, I'm not, I'm not going to deny it. I did. I'm like, bitch, you just denied it for weeks. What do you mean you're not going to de- You've already denied it. Right. Denying is not working yeah. anymore. So now you're going to own up to it because you have a new master plan. <laughs> right. You pivoted. <laughs> so now this plays into everything. But don't act like you were trying to not take this to the grave. I mean it's but honestly in terms of like sharing information yes like Tamara shouldn't share like Shannon was telling you in confidence but she told Heather which I feel like is your coworker, it's the me. you're pushing plot like I get it like that to me is still a little different than Heather telling her like friends that are not even a part of the cast even like this is just your dinner table conversation it's talking about my marriage imploding and how I'm—I'm I'm sure they were talking about how she's a miserable wench. Oh yeah, cheating. He's doing oh, this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure they were going. And, I and the I'm sure the best like... thing that was said all night was her marriage to David imploding. It could only be worse than that. They were definitely <laughs> <laughs> like, "sued them for defamation." It was bad. I'm sure. Um, which leads mm-hmm. to another issue where Shannon comes to Heather's, and Shannon's unraveling. Like, sure, she's unraveling this whole season. So she's coming to Heather as a mother, you know, they love mothers love to connect mother to mother. And she tells her basically like, I what you did was fucked up and that fucked me up and yeah, I have a complicated marriage, but don't go around doing that. And in the midst of that, Heather kicked her out of her house because she just felt like the kids here or whatever the reason was. Heather kicked her out of the house. She felt like the conversation wasn't going. She right. was guilty. Right. She was guilty. Then I well, saw yeah. that clip. Please leave. My kids are upstairs. Please leave. The I'm way like, she what? did her finger, like how Vicky was talking about her wagging the finger. The way the finger, she wasn't even wagging; it was a whole arm movement. My kids are upstairs. Please leave. I'm like, oh, I When I say that, taking I her finger snapped. snapping. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would have snapped it. Um, Terry That's would why have had I to with Shannon, do I understand. emergency fucking (laughs) not say that again i said terry would have had to do some fucking emergency finger replanting because i would have literally snapped her shit in half and that's and that's where we are when we start this episode all these tensions are flared um (laughs) and that's kind of what's fueling it so i didn't like take note of necessarily every scene but I, l- I want to start with the scene where Vicky was sitting down on a double date with Heather and Terry and Vicky and Brooks, respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, and Vicky is going to that for Shannon, which I just wrote to myself, I'm glad to see Vicky stand up for Shannon and actually go there with Heather. And that's what I was saying in terms of like the dynamics are different. There's no one on this season that the current season, by this season, I mean current season, that I feel like would go toe to toe with Heather when she's wrong. There's no one that has the balls to do that or has the place or power in the show to even do that. And but Vicky will. And Vicky always has. Because yeah. back when it was Alexis on the chopping block. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I said, I'm watching season seven, even though we're recapping season nine. Um Vicki often was like, now, is this also because Vicky didn't have anybody else as a friend other than like Alexis? Yeah. Um but she still was like, no, like Heather, like you say, you say just as bad things as Alexis does. Um, but for some reason, like you get away with a lot of things. The main, the main argument was that uh, Alexis is pretentious and not even pretentious, but like, she talks about her wealth a lot. And for some reason, when Alexis points out that Heather does exactly the same thing, like, everybody gives her, like, all this backlash. Yeah, they've Heather- that she would back. even say something like that. Take a fucking shot every time Heather mentions champagne in some way, shape, or form. Take a shot not every time- Not even champs. Let's take it to a more pretentious level. I mean, not even champagne. Let's call it champs, actually. Even more annoying. Right. That's only any way, shape, or form, because she doesn't usually say the word champagne. It's champs. Um let's see what she mentions her house she does that a lot like when she talked about making a restaurant with her friends just so that they could go and frequent and be a place that they could love to eat when she said um we'll just do a helicopter ride to said location for said restaurant meeting i'm like really but let alexis mention a little private jet moment and it's a problem like come Heather on Ever in this most recent season dropped the tab of the whole fucking party she had in the first episode like come on alexis would have never set the price of that she would have never justice for alexis <laughs> justice for fucking queen alexis i'm sorry yeah she was married to an awful man but who among us isn't you know yeah, I'm mean, honestly point of man that awful at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> a lot of women lay down with hideously horrible men. That's just it what would... it is. Atrocious men on a daily basis. Like let's that's just what happens when you're a heterosexual woman. Like it's just, it's just how the, the odds from. of you getting someone gross is just high up. Very high. <laughs> so poor Alexis. I, again, justice for Alexis. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just love Vicky like. Holding her feet to the fire, Heather's trying to squirm out of it this way and that way. And she's like, "The moral of the story is Shannon was in a bad place when she came to you. She was vulnerable, and you threw her out on her ass. Who does that?" Yeah. Heather didn't have an counter argument for that. She what she ended up taking and using later was that she was like, "Well, Shannon never mentioned how I invited her in and like poured her a cocktail." I'm like, "Well, that's irrelevant." Poured her a cocktail. Okay poured her a cocktail and you know you sent her out before she could even finish the fucking cocktail and then you'll call her a lush for ordering the cocktail Shannon should have taken the fucking cocktail to in go. said glass to go, on some Rihanna shit and said bill me out. because she was rich at that point so bill me <sighs> so anything else you want to get off your chest from that scene or you just kind of agree yeah that's fine Um, And then I think of the scene where David and Shannon were sitting down with the kids preparing for one of the daughters to go to Italy with her Latin class and that David was a (laughs) chaperone. (laughs) I just thought that scene was cute. Again, everything mirrors this fucking current season because when Heather was walking her, I mean, when Heather was giving them a tour of her home and Shannon was having flashbacks, I guess I, did, I didn't have those flashbacks with her, but this was my version of her flashback. And I was like, damn, <laughs> she did have like- The family. Yeah. yeah. Even if her and David didn't have their shit together, they do see amicable enough or like they both at least can agree on the kids. They both care about the kids. They did have a, a beautiful home customized oh. from the basement, from the fucking crystals in the ground beneath her home to the fucking roof. It was the Ruta to the Tuta like the basketball court i mean they show so many things in her house that makes me like damn the little valet section she has in the front for coat check like
1: what did david do
0: again like what was his job he was he's in construction i think real estate development Hmm. right which also is like a little bit of a classic thing i feel like terry loves to throw that construction thing in his face there's like one dinner where he's like oh what are you a construction guy you're gonna beat me up you construction thug i'm like uh <laughs> yikes yeah terry, i didn't my get, I mean we're gonna get to it but i didn't get the animosity between the two of them and in terms of like where it started like terry and and uh david seemed to have like this like this this primal beef i don't <laughs> like get it this <laughs> day for each other it is wild but what's crazy is it like- feels like i don't know and maybe it's because I hate Terry, but I feel like Terry's spearheading it. Like, Terry is messy about it. David can hate him and not say anything. Terry has to say something about it. it. Is record. it because, like, they're the only ones that are, like, equal to, like, the money that they, like, that the bros have? Because uh, of the rest of the cast, no one has the same amount of money, that's for sure. Right, the next richest is Vicky, but again, she wor- she works an honest job and has an honest living, so yeah, she's rich, but not stupid, dumb rich. And she's not in the same bracket in terms of like uh, in terms of like husband, small kids, that type of shtick. You right, know what competing I mean? for the American dream slot, Vicky's not doing that. Yeah. She's a single woman doing it for herself. That's her thing. Um, Yeah, I can't figure it out and especially because they are in the same neighborhood so i'm sure they've run into each other before the show and all of that and i would be remiss not to mention that they fall on the curse because heather brought shannon on um there's definitely some sort of competition to their beef definitely yeah weird stuff um but yeah all that to say in that's that home scene i just took away like damn like no wonder shannon was having ptsd I mean, not PTSD, like having flashbacks and just thinking about a better life. <sighs> um, we go to Vicky's office. I love Vicky trying on Jimmy Choo shoes at the office. I don't know where those brand new shoes came from or why she was trying them on, but she was. Um, just a weird segment of her and Tamara continuously saying they want to go potty and talking about go potty. Do you ever say go potty in your daily life? If I do say it, I have said it. But it was in a very like, very like niche, like joking way. And that's because I was at work with like children. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go potty. <laughs> it wasn't like, um, like being serious and it's not something that comes up often. I was actually shocked when I said it then because it's not something that I said. <laughs> but, but like again I was not an office I was around children so I feel like that's a little different that was the only context I could remember like maybe if I took my niece to the bathroom but even then I don't think I've ever told her like let's go potty I don't know like I, I don't know there are other words for it I'd rather say urinate than potty. All right, well now you're getting you're talking crazy. urinate is not at least an adult word I just I don't but, know something about stunted growth I don't like I, I don't like, something up. about urinate really would grind my gears if I ever heard <laughs> you say. I definitely had a urinate phase I, was, I think when I was a teen I used to say urinate like are annoying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and then my next note was the flashback about finger in, I mean heather and the finger pointing cuz Vicky's talking about, she has that finger pointing down, wagging. It's, she was like, I would hate to be one of her kids with Terry. And I'm like, I know that's right. I could not take that. No. I don't know anybody that does that in real life. Like, not seriously. Like, what are you doing? That is so condescending. For them to say, Alexis is pretentious, I again, I've never seen Alexis wag her finger at somebody like they're a fucking dog. Hmm. Ugh. Um, and my next note was just like the thing is Tamara is the root of all evil and that is what it is she's the root of this issue that happens in this party she's the root of the issue that happens with this whole thing with Shannon and Heather sure they probably already had tension but she amped it up by telling Heather about the shit with Shannon she could have told any cast member any other cast member would have been better right oh Tamra. So I don't like Tamara, but also I like her as an operator. I I don't know. She's one of those villains I can respect, but she's not a villain I like. Where do you land on Tamara? Um so this is this is a good little segue. So, you know, my mom saw me watching this episode and um <laughs> and she was asking me about it in that offhand way where she's like doesn't want to ask but wants to ask she's like oh so you watch all the franchises i was like i mean yeah is that a fucking problem is that a crime because she just finished um salt lake city by the way okay so well she's caught up i should say so i'm like watching it and she's like ask like, asked me about it first should of all she, she put wa- up um, such a fight about it and then watched it get over it herself <laughs> and then binge watched it which is why it's like i can already tell like how her questions start like right now she's doing the same thing and now i'm um, she's gonna turn and start watching oc i'm sure at some point. I need but anyway because i you know i like how jersey is safe for you oc is my safe place like jersey not okay. so much i live for oc i love her getting into oc well speaking of jersey she said she's gonna go back and watch jersey so she, oc will probably come up at some point but right now she's about to go back and watch old jersey anyway so i was just telling her um about it she's like why don't you really watch it i was like because there's nobody on this show that's like both me everybody on the show is a terrible person Loki. like maybe one person in one of the newer seasons is like a decent person but for I the most think- part some people would all- say Gina but I don't like Gina so that doesn't work for me either right I'm like they're all kind of just thought of her getting splashed with that wine like right in her eye oh I wasn't even um, was talking about Gina Keogh I was talking about Gina Kirschenhider. Oh well, I mean, I mean, I guess you could say she's good, but not really. Anyway, there's just no way that I feel like is is likable or a good person. So I'm like, so for me, it was hard to watch. Um, all that to say, Tamara is probably the top person that I would think of is a terrible person. Mm-hmm. But does that bitch push plot? Absolutely, absolutely. And for that I can honestly only respect it. It's nice it's to compare it to the other California housewives. <laughs> OC, they have nothing to lose, it feels like. And they're willing to be the villain. On VH, and no one wants to be the villain. They all want to look good. And that's the problem. But on OC, they're not above. Like Tamara doesn't have a problem looking bad. Vicky doesn't have a problem with looking bad. Like the mm-hmm. only person really in this season I would say who cares about that. Shannon looks bad all season is Heather. Heather cares so much about her image and that plays into her pretentiousness. And and that's because Heather honestly really belongs more in the Beverly Hills community than the OC one. Right. To be quite frank, Um, because they care more about image because the way that their husband's jobs are set up is more about image. Um, Same thing with Terry, like having to have dinner with clients and such like that, you know what I mean? So that tracks in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. So Heather brings a whole different angle. And other than that, everyone else has nothing to lose. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Let's see. What do you think of the setting at Lizzie's dinner party? Like the setup? Also, just a side note. I made a note to myself. Like Christian was supposed to be doing some renos, but I didn't see any renovations in the space. Was I crazy? No, I didn't really see anything. Okay, cool. What do you think of like the decor, like the setup? It's cute. I liked, um, it looked, flowers are just so expensive. So I just knew those flowers cost a lot of money, which made me excited. Um, mm-hmm. and like any party with entertainment, um I'm, I'm all in. Right. I mean, Heather loved it. She gave it her seal of approval. <laughs> Cause that's like, once you get into party doing and it's like, you've, I feel like that's like level three, like there's a couple levels you get up to. And then you get up to hiring entertainment for parties. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was cool that they could just stand from the balcony and watch. I liked, so for Lizzie's little, I mean, it was no extravaganza, but I definitely can tell she put some effort into it and it was cute. Then the next quote to myself is just simply quote, take the bedores down. Yeah. Where are you on the take the bedores down? We kind of talked about this a little bit yesterday, like just offline, but please tell me what you're thinking about taking the bedores down. I just feel like who says that you know it's so incredulous that like it had to have been said or is Tamara that much of a mastermind where she really like completely twisted and convoluted the original statement which was still probably to that effect so but take the bedores down (laughs) It's also the fact that she told them multiple times. She told Vicky, she told Shannon, she told David. She told them all multiple times on top of that. And then as soon as Shannon's like, all right, babe, like I'm letting you know tonight's tonight. night. Like as if Tamara hasn't orchestrated this to happen. She's like, all right, then tonight's the night. We're confronting them about the take the Bedores down comment. Like, do you remember saying that to me? So she could have her little on-camera evidence and Tamara left her out to dry. I love that she took Tamara to the side to confirm that she said that and then Tamra was like no I didn't and then it still became a problem amongst the whole table. Like I think that's <laughs> hilarious. Tamra was like you could tell her she started calculating as soon as she got taken to the side. She definitely was blindsided by that but she's always ready to go to a producer place. So she was she was like I got to think fast on my feet like shins on my ass about this. Terry and Heather don't know, and now Shannon. Now she's convinced Shannon to back down. Shannon's like, okay, since you're not gonna back me, I'm not gonna say it. Like, I'm gonna look nuts. Like, whatever. Which is her fear, because that's what they love to make her look like. It's fucking 5150, but we'll get there. <laughs> so, she sits down. Everybody's having dinner. Everything seems fine. And then... Tamara brings it up to the debro She was like, it's really weird because today she made it seem like it was Shannon's like ideations that they wanted to do this, but mm. she's like, yeah, like those weirdos over there, Shannon asked me about, quote unquote, taking the doors down. I'm like, what? I'm like, "Tamara, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Because not she dropped this and she said, we're not even going to do this. And then you decide to deliver it anyway. Then you should have told her, yeah, you said it. It was her in the interview saying, I never said that. I didn't say that. Maybe I said it. I don't think I said it, but did I say it? Um, like literally basically telling us that she did say she it, but it. she doesn't <laughs> want wait, but she quadrupled down first and then in the talking head, flippantly, she's like, Oh yeah, I may not have said it. Like whispering. I'm like, yeah, oh like, that I fucking might have bitch. Said I might say it. <laughs> But she tried to do it in a way where they wouldn't keep it because back then it's not like they showed in between weird moments. So like she's trying to fix her mic and do weird stuff so they wouldn't keep it. No, it's staying on the it will not make the cutting room floor. It will be in the episode. It has to be because you're a troll because you're a troll because everyone else even Lizzie is like again the wording of it is so weird. And so specific that it has to be true. It, it doesn't make any like, sense. At the bottom line, what I can definitively say is that Shannon's not making it up. Someone told her that. And that someone appears to be Tamra. Like, now whether they actually said that verbatim is potentially up for debate. Maybe, I'm willing to say maybe Tamra spiced it up a little bit. But whatever they originally said, it was, still was of that, like. Something negative ilk. and something they wanted yeah. to do to the Bedores. Exactly. Um, I kind of skipped ahead, but before we get to this, it's so crazy. I felt like, again, life is a fucking circle. Because it, wasn't I just talking to you the other day about Brooke saying his favorite body part of Vicky was her vagina? I did not mm. even know that was this episode. I felt so good about that being this episode. I'm like, I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. Um, wow. Would you be embarrassed if your man said that? Or is that cute? (laughs) Well, it's definitely not cute. Okay. Um. Embarrassed? It's like read the room. I don't know. I don't know if this is the crowd you say that to. If there is ever a time to say it right this definitely isn't the crowd to say it to and um I don't think I would I don't think embarrassed is the word necessarily but I would be very like annoyed by your lack of social grace in that moment like I get in it's not embarrassed though but maybe it is because to me, someone who can't pick up on social cues, it, like, bothers me. I'm like, so for me, it's like you saying that, it's like you just completely ignored the room, ignored the people we were with. Like. You're like, we- and as Vicky, who has to work overtime to defend all the things you do that are not necessarily cool. I don't want to have to add this to the bunch. Exactly. So it's like you already are liked by this group. So it's you saying that is not going to win you any favors. Heather over there cringes every time someone says remotely something sexual, which also annoys me because it's like, grow up. Um, And I mean, do you think her and Terry are having sex? Or at least were at this point? Their relationship is so weird to me. And it's, again, because I think they're both weird as individuals, so I can't quite get a grasp on their dynamic. Because even in, again, season 16 and the premiere... Like when he showed up in that leather jacket to the dinner party, she had acted like she'd never seen him before. But I feel like she was putting on. She's like, you made it. I'm like, I mean, he lives here, doesn't he? Like, wouldn't he make it eventually? Like, and he didn't even stay at the party. That's like an uh, exclamation you make. And then he stays and he livens the party up. He just went upstairs. And I'm like, wait, what is going on? Like, what is their real dynamic? I always feel like they're putting on. And the only storyline they ever have is that he works too much. And she wants him to work less. But then he never does. So it's like, so what is it? I don't know. I definitely do think he works a lot. I think she does take a a backseat to his job. And I think that she doesn't mind it. Because, you know, it's a backseat of a Maybach. It's not a backseat of a fucking Toyota Camry. Sorry, Toyota Camry drivers. But it's just like... Hey, I have a Toyota Camry. (laughs) (laughs) No, she doesn't, people. Um... So, you know, like, I, I, I feel like it works for them, whatever it is. Is there sex? I mean, I guess they have kids. That doesn't really mean anything,
1: though. Um, yeah, it feels
0: really contractual to a certain point. But also, like you said, they do have kids, so... They had to have screwed once or twice or three or four times, because they have the four. But they had twins, so maybe three times. I think the sex they have is satisfying enough to them. And that's... And it works for them. They're either really fucking nasty behind closed doors, like, kinky as shit, or it's just literally missionary. He splooges in her pussy, and then she gets pregnant. Um, I'm very curious as to why you use the word splooge, but I don't know. That was so unlike me. Yes. Speaking of that. go potty, splooge. I mean, what the fuck is going on tonight? Anyway, oh. um, I'm, I mean, I'm willing to believe that they are kinky. Like, they're a Virgo and Capricorn couple. They're I just had an little... image of, like, Terry sitting on Heather's face. Uh, that was funny. That <laughs> <laughs> was really funny. Yeah, she definitely pegs him if if they're like, you know, into some freaky stuff.
1: That's if probably. If they take on it there, the it
0: suffocates her, it's just a beg to get out from under him when face of him, and she <laughs> rams him in the ass as punishment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe I'd love that for them. That would actually explain <laughs> their whole thing. But if they're just having vanilla sex, it's a real letdown. Okay, this is when Tammy Sue prompted Heather to talk about the takedown comment. And then put it out. The thing also was it was for the whole table to hear. It then became dinner conversation like round robin. It wasn't private. It wasn't a tiny moment. It took up the whole dinner. And that's the only part I would be on Lizzie's side for. Like, but then Lizzie got mad about them going outside to talk about it. I, I would have been okay. With, get the fuck up out of here. Unless, who, whoever wants to sit and have dinner can sit and have dinner. Whoever wants to plot and plan can go outside. And also the way Heather got instantly so mad, that also made it so true. Because I feel like if I heard someone say, like, you want to take the bedouins down, the first instinct would be like, take that. Like, you would focus on like the weirdness of it. Like, take, like, why would I say that? Like, that doesn't even make any sense. But the way Heather was so furious, she was furious It got out. Fucking Tamara. Another person, again, she can't keep a secret. She can't hold water. Don't tell Tamara shit. <laughs> but the um the Dubros really like Tamara. So I believe they if they would tell anybody in the cast also it would definitely be Tamara. Yeah. Tamara also looks really like turtle like in one of her confessionals. It's the one with the blue shirt. Um like I like that in that confession. I like jump back every time that confessional is used. With the white lower lash line. Ooh, it's like the lower white lower. Eyeliner. It's it's her nose looking as sharp and turtle like pinched as I can ever remember ever seeing it. And her lip is so thin on the top, like it's the scariest look I've ever seen of Tamra Judge to date. Yeah, like she was supposed to be the hot housewife, and that is the ugliest confessional I've seen of Tamra. I don't think I can think of a crazy and that whole hot housewife thing. No. (laughs) Just <laughs> a hard no yeah like she's definitely not the hottest that's for sure she was the hottest when she came on the scene season three but, but <laughs> it was six years ago baby yeah they got a younger fresher crop you were the young housewife like the point is they try to put younger hotter people on to make the older people feel intimidated so now you've aged out and now you're the people they're trying to intimidate you're not the hot one anymore and it works because you say something every time yeah, like, look how Gretchen got her panties in a bunch. Um, and also, I just wrote, like, I kind of love David. Like, yeah, David's, like, a D-bag or whatever, and he didn't do shin right. But just his reactions, I kind of love. And I love when he reacted to, like, you're going to take us down, Terry. Ugh, you could never. <laughs> Terry was sick when David said that. He's like, what kind of, is that a veiled threat? I'm like, no, he's letting you know. You could try to take us down there. You're not going to. He said it, it was, was funny because it really was a veiled threat. Like, I love that David wasn't willing to let it go because he's like, you No, know, like, you, y'all did say something. Maybe it wasn't that, but y'all did say something. And I'm going to let you know now. But like, you couldn't take us down. <laughs> Just, you can try. You can try. But I'm you also with Terry how I'm, I'm like, Well, I never said it. So. You don't have to emphasize that, like, I could try if I had never said in the first place that I was going to take you down. And my next note was just like, wow, Terry really does hate them so much. He just, I've never seen this energy from Maybe not, but like, not even Shannon. Like, he has some sort of competition going on with David in his mind. Him and David are going at it because david's probably like why is this dork talking to me and terry's like david's such a tool he's who i wish i could have (laughs) been right like they were putting terry on the house the housewives' hottest husbands i put put david on there before terry i I was even thinking about somebody else the other day i'm watching miami there was somebody on miami i was thinking of like there are so many other people that could have just been on that list yeah And Terry Um, was pretty high on that list, if I'm not mistaken. Um I was like, whoa, there's just like no way. Could have been David. Um, but yeah, so yeah, David's having none of it. And I think also what's driving him crazy is David's playing it really cool. And he's Mm -hmm. being measured and like calm. And so that's also amping Terry up. Nobody hates more when they're the one that looks crazier in the argument. So now yeah. Terry is getting riled up, which I love. And right, and then Vicky in the confessional vouch for it, she's like, look, basically I'm scared of Tamra. Tamra will, like, we're in a good place right now, and I know Brooks is a shitty guy, so if I say something, she's going to bring Brooks into this. And I like where I'm sitting right now, so I'm just not going to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love dog that. And that's real. Dog world. Yeah. And Shannon didn't even I hold heard- that against her too much i just can't i can't you said what she's like i've just been through too much and i've been accused too much i just can't do it this time i have too many skeletons in my closet i cannot go to bed for yeah. this i just I that's what i love about vicky is like she is crazy but also self-aware at the same time Yeah. Like, She's not, not hip to this all. And and I also, I feel like, again, comparing it to BH, if somebody doesn't defend somebody, that is a plot line for at least a five episode arc. But Shannon was like, you know what? Honestly, I understand why she wouldn't want to get involved. She doesn't even have to explain it to me. I've faced Tamra's wrath. I get it. So like, yeah, I'm not even going to look to her to defend me because like, it's fine. Oh, and then my next note was like, Lizzie is on to Tamra. Because once... Tamara started taking people out onto the balcony one by one lizzie's like "Mm, mm, mm." she is master manipulating puppeteering yeah she's like why does she keep taking people to the side what is she saying to them that she can't say for everybody else and it's like why is the guilty party the one that's able to take people to the side you're on the chopping block you are the one that's on I don't know you're on trial right now you need to be up front and center we need to see you why do you get to take people to the side and spin the story and then like heather's supposed to be this really smart you know quick girl and like she's getting caught up in taylor's shit i mean taylor is a dummy don't fall for that don't fall for that she's not even spinning it that good they all fall for jammer shit, and it's very perplexing because I'm like, "It's so crazy. she's not good. Like, it's quite easy to tell when she's lying. It really is. Like,
1: it's Would not an LVP
0: it? scenario where you can't tell. Hmm. Terry complimented Heather's face. Okay. <gasps> and then Shannon said the face that he created. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that is a read. Heather's face is so weird looking to me. I can't get with it either. It's also how dark her eyes look to me. Sometimes it kind of freaks me out. <laughs> like definitely dark holes for sure. Yeah, like where's the brown? It's pure black. And she has that same lip problem that Tamara has to me. That top lip
1: way What's worse
0: like? than Tamara. That's turtle as fuck. The shape of it is it's turtle so turtle because it's like a, it's thin but it's a sharp-ass cupid's bow oh with a hanging hanging little lip thing. I can't even describe it but like y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, heather Yeah, so for Terry to save the face, I forgot about that. That was really funny. I don't think overall that she's unattractive, but she's like mom attractive. She's not like You know, I see her walking down the street and I'm like, oh wait, you know, she's not turning my head. No, she's not she's not hideous by any means. It's just like yeah. not a natural face. You know, you know, people get surgery and it's like you can't even tell. Like her face just manufactured, but it's not hideous. It's not. I wonder what Terry has done or has suggested for her to get done. The nose, obviously. I mean, the nose is not even up for debate. We already know that
1: <laughs> we know when we see one, probably but... been
0: touched. Um, yeah, I'm just curious on the operation, and just culturally, like, like white women just get their nose done, like that's just a thing. Honestly, you should really come from a place of this white woman has her nose done versus she hasn't. If they have means, their nose is done, <laughs> it's just done to some extent, whether it's what we. Talked about on an episode soon to be released, whether it's a filler type of nose or they actually broke the fucking bat. Um, Already released. By this time. Right. By the time y'all are here in this part. Um, but yeah, so... But do you think Shannon's cute? I mean, like, can we just go round table since we're, mm-hmm. since we're here now? I do. I do think Shannon's cute, especially if I'm comparing her to later seasons. Like looking back, I was like, oh, she was kind of cute. Like something is a little weird about her. Maybe her eyes are like just really big or something is strange about there's something strange about all of them. So like I can't hold right. that against her really, but like yeah. she's good enough. What about you? What do you think? I think her nose job is cool too. Yeah. She's cute. Than some, but I still don't feel like she's like hot. Like no, no none of them no are like hot it. to me. No, they, no they, hotties, just, they, they just, just fucking ass. got it. Like maybe that's why I like Alexis so much because I feel like she's hot, yeah. She was hot. And some would say Gretchen was hot, but mm. uh, um, of the cast, I would say Lizzie gives classic hot the most. She has big lips, big tits, you know, long hair. Yeah. And she's already a brunette. And so for me, that usually works in your favor. Yeah. Um blondes have to work a little harder for me personally, but ironically um because i just naturally feel like brunettes are hotter um even on like guys um what do you think of uh who who's next i guess vicky <laughs> i know how you feel about vicky it's, it's a very specific face it's muskrat that's exactly what it is it gives muskrat I think her personality and listen and and this is how you know God don't make no mistake right he gave her the personality he gave her because he was like she's gonna need it like you're (laughs) you you need to be crazy kooky like extroverted yeah if you're not I don't even want to say traditionally attractive because that's rooted in like you know it's rooted in some bullshit but when you're just uh, not attractive. Like, I don't know. like I don't, I don't know how to say it. But like, when you have features that are not generally the most favored, um, you got to have something else to give. There's anything like if you're not cute, but your body's nice or vice versa. Like your body's not that great, but like your face is cute. You know, we each got to give and get. Like we don't all have the total package. So I don't hold it against her. And now that we know her vagina is a fucking Venus flytrap, and like, now, yeah, sure. Yeah, now that we know that her vagina is gray and it's been untouched, apparently, because she says she's only had C sections. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love that detail too. She's like, I'm not blown out. Do not think that. You know? So it's like, okay. fine. And then I guess the last one is Tamara. She's okay. I don't necessarily see her as like hot like there's some twinges where i'm like oh okay but then it goes away um i got i just generally don't like the way she wears her hair she has kind of a weird head and she can look very turtle to me sometimes too I made a note also. We didn't get there, but I'm glad you mentioned her hair because I was like, wait, what color are her lowlights? I don't know if you noticed, but the lowlights were a very strange shade of whatever color it was supposed to be. (laughs) And she just needed like a protein treatment. Her shit looked damaged and ratty as fuck. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. Is (laughs) this a Tamma Judge drag episode? (laughs) (laughs) Just looking like she just had ratty extensions and the hair was looking nappy. I was just like, what is going on? Yeah, agreed. Take a comb to your shit before you're going to take someone down, okay? <laughs> a um, keratin treatment stat. Yeah, please. Just like, even a sheen, like an oil sheen, something to address. You know damn well they don't use a fucking oil sheen. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying she doesn't have time for the protein treatment. Like a quick, you look at yourself before you leave, like, fuck, let me just oil my ends. What is going on? But honestly, quick question. Do fucking oil sheens even fucking work? To the black community, or honestly, I mean anybody who uses oil sheen, but it's probably most likely the black community. Do y'all feel like y'all oil sheen work? Because I don't know, but I feel like it works. I think I it was will most say thing. this about oil sheen: Does it work in terms of actually getting to the root of the issue? No, but I do <laughs> believe. It will remedy it at the moment, or you know, okay. like it's like putting glue on something. Like it's going mm. to be fucked up later. Yeah. And it's not okay. getting to the root, but it. Definitely... So it's like my nail is lifting. I put a little glue on it. Right. But the what I really need is some acrylic and seal it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right.
1: Totally.
0: Um, there was this man I was screwing, and like when I put it in, he could tell the difference. So that that let me know. I was like, oh, No. Okay, so, like, it's a thing. First of all, fuck him for saying that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> First of all, how many bitches have you been with where you're now picking up on like when a woman applies oil sheets to her head? That's stunning to me. Um, oh, it was a <laughs> Um, anyway, I'm not getting dick from him anymore, so that's really irrelevant. Um, blah, blah, blah,
1: blah. bring
0: him back. Bring him. Back. <laughs> um, now we're getting to the spinning outside so they're all on the balcony they're spinning outside and the spin has become shannon needs to get 5150 like that's just (laughs) i don't know if they had a conversation (laughs) off camera but everyone snapped in a place of like and by everyone i mean like the ones who want to take the doors down they were all like all right what we're gonna do is shannon like she needs to get heli backed out of here like that's the narrative which is crazy it was correct talk about gaslighting I was starting to go crazy because of how I would have felt if I was Shannon or just thinking about what they were doing to her. And what kills me is that Shannon was literally trying to prevent all of this by taking Tamara aside and asking her. So, like you said, this, right? And so she literally said got- in the thing, like, I don't want to look like a crazy person. So can you and I feel like that's what Tamara, when she said that, she like, You don't want to look crazy? Okay. Sure. But yeah, she was like, I don't want to look crazy, so I'm trying to make sure you actually said this. Or I know you said this, but I want evidence. But I need you to confirm it. Because if you confirm it right now, and then I go to the table and you say you didn't, I can look at the producers and be like, this bitch. Roll footage. Yeah. Roll footage. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so like, and it, it's Shannon's fear also because it's happening actively. She's already had moments on the verge and she is kind of just on the verge this whole season so even at her calmest, she's still liable to be tipped over the edge and they know that and they're preying on that and it's it's sick Um, agreed and then okay so the outdoor conversation extends because then shannon and david and terry and eddie all have to go outside so like all the women and their husbands then it was like this weird moment where like Vicky said like haha, Eddie like you know what you signed up for and then Eddie gives Tam I mean gives Vicky the finger did you take anything away from that? I think that was weird I don't think it's necessarily weird if they're like a really close couple but I guess it also wasn't appropriate <laughs> it was weird I thought it was weird from Vicky's end. I'm like why would you tell this man like, you knew who she was when you got with her. Like, what? <laughs> Why would you say that? To, like, a newlywed? I don't know. It was bizarre to me. But, I mean, I'm... you didn't know what you were getting into with this wench. Vicky didn't tell any lies. But, like, I, again, is this dinner party conversation? I can't imagine a world in which your husband is getting up to go defend you for something. And I'm like, you knew who that bitch was. Well, you got Like, I can't. I'm sorry. I, I can't imagine that it's unhinged but it's already the night's unhinged so honestly anything goes I guess it's a wild wild west when everybody's outside like they kind of talk about Heather is always bringing up the Shannon yelled at me in her home thing which they show the flashback and Shannon did not yell at her in her home she raised her voice but it was not a yelling but Heather also is part of the 5150 thing it's driving Shannon insane that she keeps having to apologize for something she didn't do she's like okay i've said i'm sorry for screaming at you but the thing is also i didn't scream at you so if you're going to demand that i continue to apologize for this it's driving me nuts um and then also heather goes so far as to say shannon yelling at her quote colored her holiday break huh and that's the thing with Heather, like get a fucking grip. There is no way that Shannon raising her voice to you, now you can't even enjoy the holidays. And as your kids or your husband with your fucked up attitude all because of that, I'm blown. Yeah, um, it was also just peculiar because it's like, but you knew what Shannon came here to do when Shannon was like, let's meet up. You already knew that y'all was on good terms. You already knew that she was gonna come here and say some shit. So why are you trying to act all surprised and shocked and horrified when she's coming up, up in here and like calling you out on some shit? It's the name like, of the game. And again, like you said, like even every dog has his day and ain't no time when a rabbit out a gun because you said what you said. It was going to come back around, be it seasons later or at the reunion or it was eventually coming back. So you have to face it when it comes. Right. Um, let's see. And then Heather is trying to justify... So A, she wants an apology from Shannon again about those yelling. And B, she's trying to justify why what she said, she had no bad intentions for this to go south or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and she tells Shannon that she simply told people... That they were on the verge of divorce so that she could put out the rumors that they were saying. She's like, I figured everyone was saying such bad things about you that I should say this and just, like, clear the air. Huh? Yeah. Not buying it. (laughs) You can't. You can't resell that package. You said it in a nasty way. You didn't say it so that people would stop talking shit about Shannon. They're going, if anything, that's fueling it. So yeah, nice try, Heather. Yeah, no one's. Yeah. There. If anything, we're here now talking a lot of shit about Shannon that we wouldn't have been talking about had you know everyone just kept their mouths shut, mind their fucking business. And Heather's just monologuing and monologuing and monologuing, and it's again, and she's saying all of these things that are driving Shannon insane. And so of course Shannon has, she's taking her mental notes, but it's time for her to speak. And so she's she's asking if she can she can speak. They say yes. She begins to speak. She gets cut off. And she's like, when is it going to be my turn? And now she's getting heated. So now she's like, I play by your rules. You told me, I let y'all talk first. I was quiet the whole time you were talking. I listened to what you said. You said some bullshit. And now I want to talk about it. And they were- Now it's my turn to defend myself. And for some reason- The claims you just made. Yeah, like you made your claim. I make my claim. If we're in a court of law, that's how it would work you would say what you have to say and I'll say what I have to say and then we'll have somebody decide Right, and by us and by judge it's us the audience we are the judge and jury exactly when I'm writing into Andy for the reunion that's when you can take your temperature check (laughs) Right. you can read the tweets after the season to see how everyone Mm -hmm. responded Mm -hmm. but Heather I think Heather knew she was wrong and that's why she was trying to yeah, she didn't want her to talk. And that's generally what happens. When you know that you're, like, really wrong, or you know that you have something that's, like, you feel the need that you have to defend a lot, so you're cutting that person off, it's because you're fucking wrong. Like, if I was comfortable and and like aware that, like, I didn't do anything wrong, like, I'm gonna let you talk, because I know that I didn't do anything wrong. Right, which is what Shannon was doing. Like, Shannon, again, words and all, everything's out on the table. There's nothing that's hidden. So she's like, you can say whatever you want, because yeah, I, I did get a letter from David that said he didn't want to be with me anymore. That is true. Like I, But I, what yeah. kills me is that like it really couldn't have it shouldn't have been an argument with Shannon because all Shannon was saying is that I was told by Apple Care, I was told that y'all said this. It all it had to be was a simple, no, that's not true. Who told you we all look at Tara? That's really what it is. I'm just so confused as to how it turned into Shannon's crazy. Like I, I wouldn't just make that the fuck up. There's nothing that Shannon did in this situation that was wrong. Me asking if y'all said this about me, my husband is not a wrong thing, even if it turned out to not be true. Yeah, I can still ask it. Like, and they're spinning it on her again. That's that was Tamara's job outside to spin that comment to like. They even at one point say like it's. Heather says, I'm thinking maybe the next day or maybe even in the confessional or something, she's like, it's hard to talk to someone when what they're seeing in their lived experience is not reality. I'm like, okay, <laughs> nice try. Nice fucking try. She's on the same planet we're all on and she's seeing the My same shit we're all seeing. Not reality? Is that not like an oxymoron? My lived experience? Well, I don't think that was the exact quote. I'm I'm freestyling oh. here. Oh my God. I was like, there's just like no fucking way. Okay. Sorry. But that's, again, it was a take the doors down quote. It was about what she said. It, I may be a few words off, but the moral I'm of the like, story So who was, are you to determine what is reality and what is not? You know what's The thing is, reality. Shannon is living in reality, so that means you're in the alternate universe. Do you need to be 5150? I'm like, you know how I know Shannon's living in reality? Because she's miserable. Yeah, Only miserable people are living in reality. Shannon would love to live in this alt-universe you talk about. Right. She hates her life. A couple times in this scene that it reminded me of Malibu Beach. No, a Malibu dinner party um, for now. It kind of gave me those vibes. And another moment of that was how Tamara reminded me of Adrian Malouf in the Malibu BH issue because she was so physical with Shannon. And I, I hate, as a pet peeve of mine, like, if someone is going nuts... Like, they're in fight or flight mode. Like, even a small touch we watched in Potomac can then launch into, like, now we're fighting. So I'm like, so don't be physical with them right now. They're in their primal moment. And Tamara is so physical with Shannon. She's snatching Shannon. She's taking Shannon's arms down when she's trying to, like, raise her arms to talk. And and equally yelling back at her. Like, are you dumb? Also, I made a note to myself, like, I, I don't know if anyone else is here. I'll say allegedly... Tamara was coked out as fuck. There was a way she was pronouncing certain words. At one point, her jaw was fully loosely swinging. I'm like, she's coked out. Oh my God. I've never seen, I've never made a note of Coke on OC, but that was really apparent to me. I don't know who she was doing it with, but it was really clear with Tamara. Mm. So, also that. Like, I'm like, get the fuck, you're sweaty Coke ass. Like, get the fuck away from me. I'm pissed. Like, I don't need that energy and that's just all the energy she was giving revved up as fuck um, so yeah so she's being super physical with Shannon as Shannon declares you will all see the truth you will all see the truth which is a great 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 housewife again Malibu beach party if I have to compare it it is Taylor leaning over um, when she was outside and when they put the cat on the other side it, it was just it was all of that to me um, and then you're right Tammy it was like stop it like yelling at the top of her lungs, you're not calming the situation in any way. And also, what was driving me crazy on Shannon's behalf was that Shannon kept telling Tamara to get away from her. Like, you're the last person besides Heather I want to see right now. So, like, please get away from me. And Tamara she refused. kept saying it, and Tamara kept not doing it, and refused. was really pissing me off because that's like another control thing, in my opinion. Like. And another sign of somebody being dead wrong. Why do you feel the need to be all up under my ass right now? You know, I'm vulnerable right now because I'm so angry that I just, I can't even like hear anybody right now and not even angry, but like her, her fear her number one fear was triggered and I feel like that's such a vulnerable space because her number one fear was that people were going to say that she was crazy and now people are saying that she's crazy so she's in such a vulnerable space and you know that as a master manipulator Tamara so you're trying to like be up under her ass so you can use this opportunity to kind of convince her of what you want her to believe but like this is not the appropriate time for you to be up on her ass and Shannon kind of has a little bit of consciousness of that, which is why she keeps telling her, like, leave me alone because I'm very vulnerable right now. And Tamara refuses to do it. And... And, t- and um, David did a good job in that moment. Like, again, like, a yeah. very calming force in this episode. He kept his cool. He's like, yeah. I'm going to go get your jacket. He came back very quick. He's like, we're just going to go on a walk. Like, we're not leaving. We're just going on a walk. I need to collect her. Like... He did a great job of getting, and he also kept saying, like, Tamara, get the fuck away. Like, you were not the one. Lizzie was out there, and it's like, fine, Lizzie's out there, but Tamara? You gotta go. Um, I mean, he did such a great job that Shannon had to, to thank him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after that. She was like, wow, like, you stepped up. Really defended me, and thank you so much. The <laughs> person I thought was, gonna, be, was gonna defend me wasn't you. <laughs> oh, wait, say that again? They- the person she thought was going to defend her was David. So Right, again, they're on the verge of divorce. Divorced. This is the context of it. So, like, for him all to right. be on the verge of divorce and then still do that? like, Still they- divorce her, still got under Terry's skin somehow. Honestly, David won in that situation. He's like, I don't look at the crazy person. I still got under Terry's skin, which was honestly all I wanted to do at the end of the day after hearing <laughs> that bullshit statement. <laughs> yeah, that's true or not. Let him know that he could never take us down, even if he tried. Even if he tried, like even if that was like a hypothetical that kind of started to turn into reality for him, it just could never happen. And I also let motherfucking Eddie know your wife started this whole shit. We can all pretend and try to act like we don't see the fucking source of the issue, but it's your fucking wife. It's your fucking wife. It's your fucking wife. wife. What I didn't like is Tamara getting up, buffing her chest as um, (laughs) Candy said, um, bucket up her chest talking about oh so talk to me then talk to me then and I, how, how do you feel about that like i think my what husband part? has tamra oh maybe that was the next... no i think it was this one um i, I might have gone a little ahead sorry tamra because before eddie goes to get his wife or before tamra comes back inside from like her master manipulating one of the two mm-hmm. um david's like Tamra is the one that started all this though. Like she's the one that, like, like he's like, we have to like recognize it like she's like the one that started all this. Like, and Eddie was like not really answering, da da. da, da. And then Tamara comes back, right, because he's pussy. And so then Tamara comes back and she sits down and he's like, Well, David over here is saying that you're the one that started all this, like literally snitches. And Tamara's like, "Oh, really, really?" And she stands up and she's like walking toward David, mad aggressively. And she's like, "Well, then let's talk about it. Then let's talk about it. Then let's go to the side and talk about it. Then." And David's like, "No, I'm not gonna do that. Like, I said what I said to Eddie, and that's it." So I'm like wondering, like, would you want your husband to go talk to Tamara on the side? I wouldn't. No. Like, no. Let he addressed adjust- talk- adjust- adjust- to. That's what Terry would do. I don't want my man doing that. Same thing that he did with Terry. I, I told Terry, you could never take a stand if you wanted to. And I'm telling Eddie, your wife started this whole thing. Why do I have to talk to the wives? I don't have to. Shannon's doing that on her own. But I'm letting y'all niggas know. Tamara's always looking to spin some shit. So that's what she wanted to take him to the side and spin it. He wasn't buying it. Yeah, but I just thought it was so crazy that like Eddie was willing to, to let her be the one to talk to him. And that she was really trying to be the one to talk to and I just feel like that's not appropriate. Yeah it's weird. My husband will talk to your husband and I will talk to you. There's no reason why (laughs) an angry man and angry woman need to be talking to each other. Like what? I don't know. (laughs) She's terrible. So Shannon's outside getting walked around like to calm down. And then Again, they're spinning the weave. It's never stopping, this storyline. So the Take the Bedora team Take the Bedores down. I guess that's what they are. Like, they start to discuss that they're scared for Shannon, and now that's the narrative. Like, we're really worried about her. Like, and then they call Terry over for his, like, medical opinion. He's a plastic surgeon. Okay. They're like, should we, like, call an ambulance? Like, what is going on and that's what I did like question for it sees like an ambulance like what's going on and they're like cause like shit i like we're really worried about here he's like okay that's nonsense he didn't even entertain it like okay I see what you're doing like okay whatever again like what I said earlier is critique but like I guess maybe you really do need people like this but like they're not willing to play a long way this is like you know scripted television show so he's like, like y'all are being ridiculous like he's not thinking like you know I need a check to stay on the shop. So I'm gonna continue to gaslight somebody. Um, He should have just defended Shannon in that moment. Like, instead of just making it like whatever, if he wanted to play devil's advocate, that would have been cool. But again, he wasn't ready for prime time. Yeah. But what I will say also, just going back to your comment about how they asked Terry, even though he's a plastic surgeon, I just want you people to know that just because somebody is in a particular field does not mean that you ask them questions that has nothing to do with them. Like Terry has nothing to do with psychiatric patients in psych med health. He has taken probably one semester one block (laughs) of psych during med school and has never seen touched, felt been around a psych patient ever get after that. So why we're asking him about whether Shannon needs to be 5150 to put on some fucking hell doll is beyond me. but it's just it's so annoying like it's so annoying. <laughs> it really is. And again as Shannon I'm not even Shannon, I feel like I'm on the verge of getting 5150. yeah, I feel like I'm being fucking gaslit right now <laughs> It's frustrating. <laughs> All Shannon did was ask a fucking question. Did you say this or did you not? And it just, and it really completely turned it on her as, as almost how dare you ask me if I ask that question. Like, are you fucking dumb? It's like, no, I'm not. And that's actually why I'm asking. Because it sounds like something that could be said. Yeah, it's weird. It doesn't sound that far <laughs> removed. Based on my interactions it's, with you. <laughs> right. It's so weird. And based on my interactions with you, it sounds like you could have said it. Like, I don't I'm, but before I close the scene, I'm just going to ask. Did you? So Shannon tries to gather herself outside, but she can only gather herself with so much. I mean, the night's ruined. For Shannon, it's over. So, like, David's like, okay, so you don't look 5150, like, let's go back in there. Let's say goodbye. And let's like, it It doesn't have to be that. We shouldn't be rude, but we, we do need to go. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, the party is done, but we got to say goodbye. And Shannon's like worried about how she's going to look and stuff. And she's like, so what? I'm going to just like, he's like, babe, when we walk in a room, everybody's going to stop talking. That'll, that'll be your moment to say what you got to say. I love, I, I don't know. I'm just I love that. He was David. like, they're going to stop talking when we walk in. I like, love David so. in this episode. I just really do. He was just, he felt so, What's his he time? like was calm and confident and that wasn't a role that anybody was playing. What's his time? Yeah. He's a Sag. Hmm. They're I mean, always good until scamming. they're not, honey. They're always obviously scamming <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're good until they're scamming you. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was actively cheating on her at this time. But, like, maybe that's why he was so calm. He's like, I've gotten my fill of pussy for the day. I've already fucked my measures over my desk. Like, it's fine. Like, I can deal with this. <sighs> Whatever yeah. it takes to get you through the day. Open relationships, huh? Um, anyway. Um, so, <laughs> Shannon walks back in. She tells the people she's leaving, and then they also do like a toast afterward, like a, a fireball toast. I don't know. Yeah, and- because that fucking <laughs> the child pretending to be a man <laughs> was-, <laughs> <Christian>. <laughs> was like, yeah, let's do another toast. I'm like, with Vicky, like, why the fuck do we keep toasting? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, it's like his dude, this is tip. not appropriate. Like, was every like time he he's like, so it's a little silent at the dinner table so he does a toast like are you dumb it's really sitcom to me like that is such a funny character like development bizarre um Um, yeah and i love it also his character is that he checks heather because heather makes the speech about her and he's like why is the speech about you it's about the dinner party i was like oh shit i love that i was like so he clearly has no social cues because he keeps toasting when you're not supposed to toast and then like just blatantly rip this bitch a new one um, he was on to Heather instantly. He was not fucking with them instantly. Him and and Lizzie she like definitely read the room well. They were like too normal. Like you can't be too normal to be on a reality show. That's basically the bottom line. um <laughs> It's just funny how like no one followed social grace at this dinner party like it was actually like the worst dinner party ever like everybody was saying saying or doing things that they like shouldn't do at dinner parties yeah. from, from brooks, brooks to this the <laughs> <laughs> from brooks in the vagina All to the shannon flipping in the to the 5150 to fucking christian doing a fucking toast every five minutes <laughs> um And then again, I'm like, I don't know why this episode was reminding me of Malibu Beach Party from Hell, but also Shannon crying in the back of that limo reminded me of Taylor. Like, she just looks so defeated. Like, just so hurt. It's like one of those, you wish the cameras would just cut, because, like, you do not, this is the aftermath. Don't, you don't have to see me like this. Yeah, down and out. (laughs) Yeah, she was low in that car. Um. And then I I kind of requested we watch the top of the next episode. So I kind of watched a little bit more. All I'm gonna cover is they're de you know, they're decompressing the next day, recapping. The girl Danielle is there, which Danielle was also a real blip in the radar. Apparently what I've read on Reddit is that Danielle was kind of filming to be full time, and you'll notice a lot in the season she's there. Maybe she won't even say anything or she'll say a line, like truly like an extra on this season, but she was going to be full-time. I guess the reason she wasn't, maybe she didn't get well, also, let me put this note. Lizzie was supposed to be the friend of. Danielle was supposed to be full-time. It got swapped allegedly (laughs) because Danielle didn't want to do full-time because she was going to have to have a personal storyline, and I guess the way this season was going, her personal storyline was going to be her husband's sexuality. And it may or may not have been not heterosexual oh mg she got she i love it that's happened on oc quite a few times there's at least three characters i could think of on top of my head who film full time and then something like tragic happens in their real life and then they have like a cameo at best and that is so crazy wow i know i love running away from this show because you find like that's harsh for your first season for your your husband's gay storyline your first season oh yeah no that's not um that's not up for debate. That's heavy. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I, I gotta be OG of the OC for that to be a conversation. And that's gotta be. Right, that I gotta be more. an OG secure in the spot. Like I'm clearing a mill easily. A season. Yeah. Um, for this to be worth it. Cause I could air my shit out and then y'all decide next, you know, next season I'm not on here no more. Exactly. She didn't wanna risk it all, which I respect. I, I don't blame her for that. No. I should look up if she's still married. TBD. Um, I'm not say, saying that like that's like a real like marriage ender. You know, that's not no that, like my husband said you're Miss Piggy. That's like some real <laughs> shit. <laughs> your husband said so I'm Miss Piggy. Um <laughs> Yeah, so Tamara pulled the classic housewives. I don't remember. And she also was like, I didn't know my limit last night. I feel like it was Coke Talk. But anyway. She said she didn't know her limit last night and that she doesn't remember. But then she also kind of reveals that she does remember. She's just using that as an excuse. She literally does remember, and it had to have been cloaked out because there's no way, as a grown woman at this point, that you don't know your alcohol limit. Like, stop it. Oh, so alcohol. I found Danielle's Twitter, in her bio says wife mommy and principal designer of Danielle K Design Studio. Philanthropy. Okay. So good. She's still married. They got through it. Ooh. That is a different dude. All right, so she's oh. married to someone else. Okay, cool. I mean, also, that's valid. glad she got her happily ever ever after. You're right. This is the part where Heather says, like, the things that come out of Shannon's mouth are not in reality. Um, you know, just continuing the narrative that Shannon's crazy. Tamara, yeah, really painting the story. Wait, go ahead. Really trying to, really trying to, um. Get this whole, she's not well storyline going. It was crazy. <laughs> they're selling this loony storyline, and they're not going to give up. um, And then this is the bit where Tamara's like, did I know? Did I say something? Would I have said something? Did I? Should I? Would I? Could I? Terry? I'm like, okay, we get it. Okay, you said it. We get it. Um, And I love her, again, folding after the entire night. Last night, she wasn't even... Willing to bend on it. There was no world in which she had said that. And then today it's like, oh, I might have said it. My thing is like, just going back to Shannon and uh, David. So, this is after it's been revealed that he cheated or something and they're trying to make it work. Or, like, when is this in their relationship storyline? I mean, like, timeline again? Now, I don't know if Shannon had found out about the cheating off screen, but this is not where we publicly know that he had a full blown mistress. That- that's not yet. Mm. there is okay. that they argue all the time and that and that actually plays perfect into my last note which is that now like today they're spinning this narrative of like David's a real sweetie and like god imagine what Shannon does to him behind closed doors as if she's like lashing him with a whip <laughs> like get the fuck out of here David's mm. nasty too they both I mean, go at it but you know that's the saddest fact Everyone seems to like love them and give them the benefit and, of the doubt. Yeah. And they always get the benefit of the doubt. Always, 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 always. It comes out eventually, but like initially. Of course, mean Aries Shannon, of course, she's beating him behind closed doors. Like, exactly. He, he can stand his own, guys. Like, no, no sympathy for David here. If he feels like he needs to buck up his chest, he will. Um, and that right. is the end of that episode. Or episode in a quarter. Um, Do you want to give a housewife on display? I mean, I'm going to give it to Christian, I guess, because I talked about him more than I talked about Lizzie. Lizzie. And I didn't even realize how integral of a player he was in this episode with his awkwardness alone. I love you came full 180 on him because at the beginning, at the top, you're like, who are these people? And that's what i'm saying like I'm, I'm shocked that they came up so much for me in this review recap because i don't know who these people are but they actually they might have been given something justice for lizzie i don't know <laughs> i do scream justice for lizzie i think she did a really good job of holding people accountable um in being the not the greek chorus necessarily but definitely making sense and again, okay. like on every housewife show, you need someone that's just like can see it with plain eyes and just be like, oh, that's just what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, my housewife on display is gonna be David. I guess it's <laughs> to the husbands tonight, because I think David did a great job in this episode, even though he's a shit person. Even though he was actively going home to like boink his other bitch. Yeah. Do we know <laughs> what we're doing next time? Um is there a Tom's episode next? Oh, yeah. It's Tom. I think so. With a very special guest. Um, yeah. So basically, we're going to talk about some pivotal times. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like honestly all I'm going to say about it. Yeah. So, all right. Th- thank you for being here. And thank <laughs> you for listening. Au revoir. Okay. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Look, they can never keep me down, I'm going And if I ever fail, just snow I'll go again I never quit, cause I know that every loss may lead to another win I'm going up